sitting on the table. They're fairly launched that way. Yeah, so there's been lots of news over the week. Plenty of uh, plenty of things have happened. I've heard you've got a parcel, mate. I got two parcels, buddy. Or even three. I think I got three parcels when I got it. I've got two. There's another one coming and another parcel. Yep. And and I'm waiting on a parcel to be delivered to to someone else so we can get another parcel sent. Oh, this is crazy. So the news is uh, thrust so us around, mate. Yeah, we're, we've come to hang out with you now, mate, on the uh, Fanatec or Fanatic, however you want to say yeah. it. I've heard it's worth about five seconds, so... Um, oh, well, I'll be flying then, mate. I was going to say, you're going to go straight to, like, P1 on all the boards, mate. I wish I'd got to a decent pace before I swapped over. Well, I mean, I think, because uh, Nitro, I think, on the um, Discord said, you know, you'll be winning and, and you, you know, you'll be you'll be going crazy. And I'm like, settle down, mate. But then I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm skipping top split, mate. I'm yeah. going straight, straight to infinity split. Yeah, well, this is it, mate. You, I think... When it arrives and you unpack it, you go straight to iRacing, I've heard. You just like four and a half thousand iRacing points, I think. You get that when you unpack some Fanatec stuff. No, uh, I'm, we're, we're staying um, we're staying with, with console, mate. We're not um, – I don't have a PC, mate. I don't want a PC. <laughs> it's, a sim, it's sim caters, mate, not PC caters. Yeah, nah, true, true. Yeah, I always think about that iRacing point system. I'd listen to another podcast where the bloke, one, he's like a professional racer and it took him, I don't know, three or four months to get to four and a half thousand iRacing points. That doesn't actually mean anything at all to me, but it sounds pretty serious. That's a lot of points, mate. Yeah, I've heard you're actually pretty quick if you can get over two or three thousand. So apparently getting over four or five thousand is quite a serious effort. Yeah, I'm just I'm just not sure. I don't see the. I mean, it's all subjective, of course. So how, how can I really comment on something I haven't ever played? Um, mainly going by visuals. So yeah, true, true, true. Uh, I know Shumi's delving him Most converted himself into it. Um, I mean, it looks it looks all right. I mean, it's. Yeah, it is. it is what it is. So tell us about the gear, mate. I've seen some photos floating around on the old Discord. It looks pretty sexy. So we, what did we get? We got the uh, CSL Elite F1 starter kit. Um, so that comes with the base, the F1 wheel, and the just standard pedals. Um, so we went that because it was readily available and in stock. Um, and then we thought, why not? We'll just we'll get the V3 load cell pedals as well. And um, so we've got two sets of pedals. So I'm, uh, I'm getting a fair bit of envy here. I've the wife the wife sort of suggested, why don't you just get the, the good ones? So we're not gonna argue with Mrs. Furby, mate. No, that would be um, that would be very dangerous. Treading so yeah, that's that's pretty much what we got, mate. And we've we've only pulled out the um, the V three pedals, but um, when we did, mate, I mean, even that was a, a 
an experience as you open the box and it's sort of giving you these little little lines of, you know, we are top class and you are about to experience awesomeness. Yeah, I did like that. I, you're definitely paying for that. <laughs> I noticed when I opened my boxes, it was like there's a good percentage of retail price in this packaging because it is so just, you know what I mean, top shelf. It's just top shelf, mate. Like when you open it, the box quality, like, it's like they spent yeah, way too much money on the boxes. They, they have way too much money on, the, on all the <laughs> jazz that comes in the boxes and out of the boxes and all the promotional material is sitting there like layered waiting for you. Yeah, the, the stickers, mate, I got excited and I'm like, hey. They're playing with your um, emotions, mate. It's unfair. They shouldn't be allowed to do that kind of thing. And it was, you know, the, it was bagged up in a, a nice draw drawstring bag, of course. So I'm pulling the pulling the pedals out. I mean, even getting them out, it was like, oh, I've I have bought something sort of pretty serious. Like it, it's pretty heavy. They're they're over ten kilos. Those pedals, easy. Yeah, that's pretty serious. It's pretty. Um, yeah, it's, it- it's like it's like we've kind of given away a, a baby toy and got something a bit. But would you just would you go as far as to say it's like billet aluminium? Because mine's definitely cast aluminium. Does it look like it's been in a machine shop, machined down to size? It probably does. Yeah, Def- definitely. Yeah, because my stuff's definitely cast. Like you can tell, it's come out of a mold. Uh, yeah. So I have. I mean, I have taken the uh, other pedals out, of course, and. Um. It's not I mean there's still a big difference in the accelerator sort of brake, obviously, because um that doesn't have the load cell on the other one, of course, which is what we were going to do. But um I mean even the ones that you're running, I think I was saying to you yesterday, like the quality of them is is still like wow. <laughs> like yeah. you just I mean, you could easily just get away with that setup, even without a load cell, like the brake the brake pedal to me feels twice as hard as the TGT ones that I'd been using, and that was with the the brake mod plate in the back, which yep. you know just stops it halfway, and you just got to push it a little bit harder. But yeah, um, yeah. So since you've posted some photos, I've had a look, and it does look. I like the tweakiness of the brake. Like, because I have had to experiment. It took me the best part of probably two months to get my brake pedal set up the way that I like it and get it to do what I wanted it to do in terms of, like, releasing the brakes in, in deep in the trail braking section. Um, sometimes the brakes would come off too quickly or not quickly enough, and I've had to tweak around with some settings, and I've changed some washers and i've changed some uh, what do you call it like the the plastic the hard plastic like the durometer the duroness or the durometer of the plastic has been yeah, changed those, so that it's got the right, right amount of squeeze yep um and i've found out or i haven't found out anything i've noticed the the faster the lapse gets the more fidelity you want right at the 
release of the break. So you want to come back to from like 100% to 90 to 80. You really want to have a lot of control over that part of the braking area. Um, so smooth, still a smooth. Yeah. Um, so uh, well, I guess you'd call it a digression or whatever. Yeah. So it's not, so it's not notchy. Yeah, so as I feel like deep in the brake zone, I start to want to like get into the trail area, but I still need to be decelerating the car quickly, so I can't come off the brake too much. And so, from when I first started using it, the brake was fairly similar to a to maybe your average front wheel drive road car. It was very spongy. It was deep, and there wasn't much like it felt good at the time and it was good and it did help but now as some of the pace came off i found that i really needed to stiffen it up and get real hard so i've taken out sponges i've made it really solid i've got almost no movement in the brake pedal now so the difference between 100 percent brake and 90 percent brake i can feel it and yeah that has really helped a lot and then seeing your pedals that had all this screw adjustable stuff and that made me look at it i was like oh i'd love to be able to like fine tune my brakes even further because i think i've tuned mine to about as as good as i'm probably going to get it and i wonder yeah. how much more i could get out of them if i could tune them even further so the no i know with the knob on the back on the brake where the cylinder uh the outside cylinder is the red sort of windy thing um being all the way in it gives you it just gives a little bit more uh play when you just rest your foot on it kind of thing i think it's a bit softer um so there's only there's not i don't think there's much fine tuning on the actual unit really because it's either all the way out or tightened up as tight as you get, can go until you can't really tighten it anymore because there is on the manual in there um, big di- big diagrams with it with uh, incorrect incorrect ways of using it like you can't have it halfway kind of thing uh, it's got a big big cross on it saying you, you can't do that but um, uh, I think uh, yeah it's obviously the same with the your set, you're just using the Fanatec software to find your dead zones, um, yeah. which is pretty simple. If you're resting your foot on there and it's registering, you just set the minimum as so it doesn't register and can set your maximum, of course. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm sure I'll be ringing you heaps going, oh, this is shit, what do I do, mate? I'm like well, I've, 10 I've, seconds slower. Yeah, well, I've spent... I was just trying to think. I've, I haven't done the world's most amount of fine tuning on my wheel. I've made a couple of adjustments here and there over the time, but I've generally spent most of my time trying to learn what I have before I can start making adjustments. And um, it leads me into another story. Now that you bought yours, I sat up way too night. So there was no racing on last night, and I sat up way too light, late for a Saturday night. You were up late, mate. I saw and, you lurking around. Yeah, and I was laying <coughs> in bed, and I don't know why or how, but I just got in this rabbit hole of looking up shift lights on my P1 wheel, 
because when I played El Seta Corsa, my shift light on my wheel used to work really good. And then in um, Gran Turismo, it just has one blue light. And I was like, I really want that shift light to work like it does in El Seta Corsa. So I went down this rabbit hole and I found all these mods where you could make the, um, you could adjust all the shift lights. And I don't really know what I was doing and it was late at night. But anyway, I woke up this morning thinking it was the world's greatest idea to see if I could modify my steering wheel this morning. Oh no! And so I've what have you done? <laughs> I've started. I started downloading what if, what if firmware and drivers and <laughs> all sorts of jizz. And I've gone and put the latest beta firmware on my wheel this morning. Um, yeah, two versions into beta. Yeah. I can't even know why. I just thought it was a great idea at the time. Um, Is this leading it, to where I don't want it to lead to? Wheel reset, so all your old settings are gone. And I sort of was reading what the new drivers were doing in the new software or firmware or whatever. Anyway, so I t- <laughs> I turned my wheel on. Um, it's all crooked. I've got to remember how to do like recenter sets and all this other bullshit that I'm running through the settings to see if I can remember if I had everything set up correctly. So I just set it up to what I thought it used to be. And I jumped in a, to do a couple of hot laps on yeah. um, Dragon's Trail and Sukuba. And the firmware had said it had fixed 20,000 things wrong, including the way that it interacted with Gran Turismo Sport. And it's a completely different wheel. I feel like I have to learn how to drive again. Like nothing feels the same. Like better in a better sense or? Well, just not. It could be better, but I feel like I've lost a heap of feeling. Like I feel I can't. Look, I haven't given it much time. I did probably less than 50 kilometers but it feels like all the feedback that used to be there that i used to know what it was doing it feels like it's all gone and i'm like where's my settings gone and i'm like i just started frantically changing shit and um, i sort of got it better but it's missing missing something is it well, it's just, it's different. Like I can feel the whole part of the steering rotation, like the way that the force feedback interacts with the game is completely different now. Um, so I think I'm going to have to learn from ground zero. I did get within two hundredths of a second of my Sakuba time, but... It, like it, I felt like I was driving completely differently. So, sounds like just a little bit of a tweak here and there, mate. It sounds like you're almost probably at the same. Yeah, if, if not different, something a little bit different, and probably get a better feel. Yeah, I feel it's completely throwing me off though, because now I sit there and I'm like, like, is it? Did it change? Or didn't it change? Did my mind change it? Because I was obviously I was racing it last night and now you know you've had eight hours sleep and then you try it again. So it's 
can it be different? Like, is it different because I thought it was different? Is it different? Well, I mean, the mind, different? the mind can do do that sort of stuff, mate. Because you've downloaded new drivers too. Yep. It's like your your brain can think sometimes. All right, so where's yeah? No, it's definitely, definitely. I could feel the difference. Well, this is what but I was maybe thinking. maybe the brain's going. Nah, it's not. There's something wrong. There's something. <laughs> like I definitely. This is exactly what I was saying, and I'm just like no. Because I started off on Dragon Trail, I did like probably five laps at Dragon Trail and I couldn't get the Lambo to do anything that I thought I could get it to do. And I'm like, no, I grinded Sukuba yesterday, so I should be able to drop a low 104 if I go straight there straight away. And um, my first two or three laps at Sukuba were all in the fives and I was like, no, nah, this is different. It's fucked. It's gone. My pace is gone. That's it. It's over. And... Um, that I managed to do like a four or five and I was like, okay, it's coming. I've just got to learn. I've got to like translate whatever the difference is. And then I can't remember if I ran one or two 4.0s within 50 kilometers. So I think it was even within 30 kilometers. So now I'm confused. Is it, was it my brain or is it, or is there actually something changed? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think you might be thinking too hard, mate. I think you woke up where, where you went to bed with a good idea and you woke up and went, yeah, let's get it done. Yep. Give it a couple of days and you'll be um, – you'll forget about it. You'll just be uh, – as long as it's turning left and right and, oh, and, and your you will is like... calibrating, you should be right. Uh, that's the other thing I noticed. Um, it has calibrate auto, so you just choose the car. And my gloves always line up with the hands. And the one time I accidentally changed that setting, my gloves didn't line up with the hands inside the steering wheel car, like inside the car on the steering wheel. That ratio was wrong. The steering wheel was turning more than I was turning it, and it was still set on auto. And so now I'm now I'm distraught. Now I'm like, how do I? I, I don't really want to roll back the drivers. So this is on the new firmware, you say? Yeah. Oh, and I never, I didn't notice it in the ten or fifteen kilometers I did in the Lambo, and then I, I didn't obviously have to go out. Then I went out this morning. I ran out of time, um, so I haven't had another go. So I don't know if all of this is in my mind, or whether it's actually a real thing. Mm, so. There, there is. I mean, there are a lot of extra settings, of course, uh, with the Fanatec. Um, I mean, I've just been watching, uh, what's his name, Z28, and him explaining what each section sort of is in his settings. But, um, yes, it'll be fun tweaking, I guess, to get it to get it feeling good. Yeah, I guess I just started to change some stuff recently too, and that never helps. Like you just start to make one or two tweaks. Like I'm a, what do you call it? I like to make one change and then test it extensively before I can say whether it was better or worse. Like I wouldn't, I won't make two changes at once because you never know which change is, you know, which way you're going. <coughs> so maybe you've made too many changes, mate. Well, well, when you do the firmware update, it resets the wheel, so you have to start from the beginning again. Hmm. I reckon you'd be right. I reckon you'll find a few more little tweaks, mate, and you'll be flying. Yeah, well, 
it's already changed one setting. I think it's called the drift setting. Apparently that drift setting was broke inside Gran Turismo, which is why you used to have to have it at negative five or whatever the setting was. So that's turned on now and they've added a new setting as well in the latest firmware. Apparently, apparently that enables the brake vibration in the brake pedal. So that would be why uh, yes. the brake pedal works. Yes, I do believe that. Yeah, so I read that in the software update. But, yeah, now I'm all nervous, you know, what's next week's going to bring, how long is it going to take me to relearn the new wheel? It's almost like buying a brand-new wheel again. Yeah, you'll be right, buddy. What is is on for next week racing anyway? We know that last week wasn't... um, much of a well, I guess it a good, wasn't as a, fruitful as it should a have good been result that you were after. Well, yeah, uh, you, you know, it is what it is. It's definitely demotivated me somewhat. I definitely haven't bothered putting any time in this weekend. That's for sure. But um, that's, that's what I'm here for, mate. Yeah, just got to get, get motivated back on again. Horse. We'll get back on yeah. the horse. We'll we'll probably. We'll probably do a dry run on Wednesday night, just go in dry, no practice, don't know the circuit, have a decent result, then talk ourselves into practicing again, I guess. What is the track again? Or Catalonia? Uh, Barcelona. Yeah. yeah, Barcelona. Good times. The GR3s, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, so lovely. the wicked tire-murdering Lambo. Uh, all long rear steer sort of corners too where you really need to shift the rear on the way in and then power as soon as possible on the way out. And Lambo loves using rear tyres. I was just going to say, so your tyre wear is going to be at the rear mostly all the time, (laughs) isn't it? Yep. If I get through like two laps, I'll be stoked without having to pit. But um, that car is really becoming a real really enjoyable car to drive like i i was i was so it was so daunting and i was so i I don't know what you say i was just scared of it i guess essentially like i didn't for so long i haven't had the skill set to be able to drive a car like that and now it feels it's just slowly coming towards you like i did a couple of laps at dragon trail and the first two or three laps i was like why can't i get this car to settle why is it being so like unstable in the corners and then i was just like oh no no you've just got to like it's the way you release the brake and it's the way you apply the throttle so you just have to change your own technique and then and essentially like the very next go i was just like the car was just planted i'm like this car couldn't even go sideways if it tried if you just change the inputs and uh, I found that I don't know if you call it rewarding or whatever but it was definitely like it's an eye-opener that every car can have such a like a response to the inputs yeah that's what makes the that's what makes the game fun man like I don't I mean there's definitely some cars that are harder to drive and the MR cars are up there on the Furby doesn't like to drive them list. Um, but, uh, mate, as long as you're having fun in it, 
that's the main thing. It doesn't matter what car you're driving. True. There's, there's no quicker car than some other car. It always comes down to car, track, combo. Um, and that's what manufacture. that's the purpose of manufacturer, I think, anyway, in Gran Turismo. It's to drive what you want, what manufacturer you want to support, really, as well. So. Yep. Not, uh, you know, oh, which is the fastest manufacturer car, this, which I know a lot of drivers do sort of head towards, but um, there is no. Yeah, you, you pick a car, fast as you well, learn how to drive have, it and try and yeah, thrash the pants off it. Have some fun. and But the Lambo does look like a handful, but um, you're definitely smashing it out some times there, mate. So Yeah, we're just going to learn how to convert some of those into some decent race times which i think it just it just comes to you like i started driving the lambo probably eight to ten weeks ago and like just the development phase inside that that time has just been crazy like i remember from like dragon trail was round one this season and i couldn't even get it around the circuit and like my opening flying lap on this week's daily race was a thirty-seven nine or something. Like it was my first flying lap, and like yeah, that was so that's that's improvement, mate. Yeah, I was just like, whoa, that's like a yeah. I was just like not shocked or whatever, but I was just like, I can't believe like, and that was only that's only six weeks ago. Six weeks ago, I could barely get that car around the circuit. And well, now, I mean. Yeah. I think you're, I think you're handling it pretty well, mate. And I know last week, you know, every every time you have a bit of have expectations, we've all got it. Yeah, it, it's all it's always a battle within yourself. It's not um, it's against any other, it, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, you got to you got to look back. That um, I mean, we've had a few races at the start of the sort of the first five slot of uh, manufacturer season together, like Monza. We had a good race there, both of us. Um, Sakuba as well. Yeah, so, not every week can be your week. And uh, good, I mean Goodwood. You know that's uh, that's a track that we don't re- normally see on the on the uh, on the list for FIA. And I think it's good that they. It was good to see throw Max. these tracks in here. Yeah, it was good to see Max like school that like we had a conversation earlier in the week and this was like a little giggling point when i was reviewing the race and i came to the conclusion that that uh, max's move wasn't an opportune move it was a setup move he'd set me up about two or three corners prior for that move and uh you're like yeah i just spoke to him that's what he was doing and i was just like ah like Cheeky, <laughs> sly, like, but that's good driving. Like, that's intelligent. Oh, yeah. Like, that yeah. was so good. And uh, I hope you haven't listened back because that was like when I, when the penny dropped, when I was watching the replays, watching through the replays to see what was going on, and um, I saw that setup. I was just like, oh, that's 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 pro. That's a pro move. Just like, just got me out there. I was just like, how did he know I was going to go that way? How did he? But he was. You know, he, yeah, it was awesome. He put me in a false sense of security that I was safe in P1 and that I could use the full track width. And 
yeah, as soon as I did, it was like, no, nah, I'm coming back up. And it was like, it was such a classy move. Like, so hats off, mate. That was awesome yeah, drive. Uh, he's, um, it's good to see Max back from, uh, I know he had a little break and he's, he's back on the track again. And he, he can, uh, when I do see Max on the, on the grid, he does induce a little bit of fear sometimes. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and especially when he is behind you. One I mean, of the, the scariest guy- likes to race because you know that everything yeah. that comes is, it's calculated, it's measured, it's, um, yeah, so good. It's so much fun. Like, yeah, shout out to Max, mate. I love racing you. It's so much fun. So, And, I mean, he's, he's another one that I'm expecting for more speed as well. I mean, he hasn't even set up his uh, Thrustmaster load cell oh, pedal, pedals yet. So it's like, you know, when he gets that going, I mean, what? how much faster are we going to be going there, Max? Uh, uh, yeah, very, very interested to see. Tense inbound. Yeah. So even more induced panic of the way. Yeah. Yeah. So next week, Barcelona. I don't even know. We don't even know what the next week's daily races are. I don't even bother looking anymore. Um, yeah, I don't look, mate. I've got nothing to. I've got I was, control, mate. I was stoked to do at least. I can't remember if I've done two or three laps in the one hundred threes at Sakuba this week. But I was thinking earlier in the week that if I could run a like a low four, I'd be fairly happy. Um, the Metal Gear ran a a 3.6, and I think TX3, one of the guys from TX3 is run a 3.5 now. And it's like, where do you find those three tents? Like, where do you stitch them together? Like, where is it's all that be, time? It's got to be somewhere. Yeah. I, from watching the replays, I'm just not using as much of the road as I should be. And it's not much. It's like less than five centimetres, dude. It's nothing. Like my outside of the tyre is like on the inside of the white line and their outside of their tyre is on the outside of the white line when they turn in. We're talking how thick's a line on a racetrack. Like it's nothing. And how, and how far do you want to push past that, I guess? I mean, even though when you are hot lapping and wanting to get a good time i still feel that there is a slight limit that can hold you back sometimes which is your i guess on the edge safety limit yeah <laughs> and you can it's like you so I mean, there's so many times with corners that i know that i'm could take better and every time you go around you're just like oh come on why brain tell tell foot to accelerate earlier you're like the car is gonna handle it <laughs> Yeah, and you just don't. You just don't. You you're stuck in that. You're yeah. stuck in that reflex, which is. Um, I guess that goes back to the conversations we have had last week, like drive fast, faster. Just don't. Yeah, like bin it, bin it, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, if you go out and do a few safety laps, then. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast this week talking about consistency, which I know has been a topic of late. And um, well, I must have been on that show. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> they were, I wish like I was listening to it, and they were talking about 
Yeah, they were just talking about fast consistently. They're like, you just got to drive fast and then just stitch one fast lap together and then it should be the second fast lap should be straight away. Like you should be, do the same lap time the very next lap, just go bang, 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 and then just stitch as many of those together as possible. The fastest driver is the guy that stitches the fastest laps together endlessly. And don't be afraid to just stay on the limit. Stay at 10 tenths, like lap after lap after lap. And you notice that... Or like I notice that when I do sit behind guys like uh, like Metal Gear is obviously the key one because we raced him Monday night. Um, but you can see that he's turning in from the like the edge like of running off the track every every corner. It's just like how do you not lose it? How do you not lose it? But you just keep turning in from the white line. Make sure your tires on the white lines before you turn. Yeah, in. it's like. That takes, I think that takes confidence as well. Like, how do you translate your speed into confidence so that you can have? Because I always have a nice safety margin. Like, when I change from like qualifying to racing, uh, my pace drops off quite a fair bit. Do you think that's, um, do you think that's a little bit of probably too much pressure on yourself uh, as, well, as well? Like, I, th- or I, Look, I mean, I know there's, I know there's extreme pressure. Yeah, I, I, um, well, I would like to say it's because I'm building in a safety margin. But when I think about like reading through stats, like if you go through my stats, I've got something like 200 or 250 pole positions for like 100 wins. So. Whereas other guys, like I was looking at Phonon stats the other day, and he had something like a hundred pole positions for three hundred wins. So, does, <laughs> what does that tell you about? So he found extra mind- somewhere. <laughs> no, but I mean, like that's the difference in mindset. Like, what does that tell you about the driver? And I was, I've been thinking about it for a few days now. Like, what does that tell you about what he's thinking? Like, I think. I can tell you things like he's confident. He has a confidence in driving quick and he's not scared. I'm just going to win the race. Like that's how it is. I'm going to put pressure on you until you make a mistake. Then when you have fall off, I'll, and then when I'm in first, I'm just going to drive off into the distance. So, and I was thinking, what does that say about me? Like when I'm on pole position, like does it give me like too much pressure or have I, now have I created, unrealistic expectations or yeah I, re- I don't know it's still something that i'm thinking about so is it the um do you think there's the the top 10 times as well sort of expectation as well uh, i mean because because really, all... i know that i know that just when it's in the stream that you guys are just giving me hassle so that doesn't really phase me too much and i enjoy the banter I really. Uh, oh, we all give each other crap. We all know that. Yeah, we all so, I think we all poke poke each other. I don't think a fair bit. I wouldn't say it creates expectation, but it could. Like it could create. But I mean, like I so. Happen. I mean, like as an example, like so. Last week for Fuji was it was Fuji, wasn't it? Oh, a couple of weeks ago it was Fuji. I think. What was what was last week? Sorry, Goodwood. Good yeah. So it was Goodwood, so, Fuji, and something else. So Goodwood, top 10 times, it's Metal Gear in the Lambo, and it's you, second, in the Lambo too. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that's a good, that's a good wank board time to be up there. Do you think that coming into the race and then, I mean, you just pipped uh, Maxi and that other driver for pole to get the pole position at Goodwood. So then is it like, oh, shit, there's double, like I'm on, I'm on pole now, I have to, there's, there's pressure, I have to perform. Not people, really. People know, like can... even coming into the lobby, like people know that you're quick and are expecting you to just walk away with it? No, nah, well, I don't put that expectation on myself. Um, I had no expectations of winning that race. I was a top five. Ideally, it would have been a top three for me. And if I, I sort of wanted to beat Zylon, but not knowing how fast he is, it didn't really worry me. Like if he raced better than me, that's fair enough. That's he was not, pretty, he was yeah, pretty he quick was in the quick. Ferrari. And I know Mayhem is an awesome driver, and so I'm not really too phased if he comes past me either. Um, and I, 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 well, I had I had given myself enough room that I didn't have any expectation on my own race pace because I'd focused on single lap pace for the whole week. So my race pace was always going to be off, and so like I wasn't really faced i was more upset i wasn't actually upset like more upset that i didn't consolidate the position so when max when mayhem came past it's like oh that's no big deal um he's a fast driver i can just consolidate the race and if i just sit behind him for the whole race this is a nice casual p2 um he'll pull me away from the field uh, it's going to be a good race. And then with, you know, two or three laps to go, if I can still touch him, then we can probably start racing. You know, I can start putting some heat on. Um, then Zylon caught me and it was like, oh, I've put probably a little too much pressure on myself coming into this first corner. I really need to let Zylon past. I need to spend the next two or three laps focusing on turn one um, and nailing turn one. And then once I've got turn one nailed, then I can refocus on getting P2 back. Yeah. And then if I ever get a chance, I can focus on getting P1 back. Um, running wide um, from Zylon, I knew that I was going to run out of road. I knew the grass was on the left-hand side, and I know there's a kink right at the end of that straight. Um, and I just got caught napping. I think I was checking my radar to make sure I had room to move to the right-hand side so that I wouldn't get caught by that grass on the left-hand side. And then by the time I looked back up, it was too late. The grass was there and the race was over. And, yeah, and then the late race time, sort of that's it. Sort of that's all she wrote. Um, So that sort of upset me and pissed me off for a couple of days. But it's all water under the bridge now and it's – yeah, I don't. I, I'm more focusing on the. Um, yeah, like I said, when I saw like, what do I have to change about my mental attitude to turn good single lap pace into like good race pace? And yeah, how do you approach? Yeah, how do you approach the limitations of the way that you practice and the way that you training into like decent results without you know you know trying to keep it fun at the end of the day i only ever turn it on and cut laps because i'm trying to enjoy myself so and i really do enjoy like the hot lapping part of the game and i really 
do like in I enjoy winning like most dudes do um, but trying to balance that with the effort required to win so well I mean it really is just a personal expectation level really but I mean the key word there is you know if you're not having if you're not doing it for fun just just wanting to I don't know why you wouldn't be why you would be racing if you weren't having fun. Yeah, no, this is I mean, true. I see a lot of I see a lot of angry drivers out there still. And I just it kind of makes me a little bit more happier, like to think, you know, how why is it so bad? Like I don't know. It's like the the toxic chat is still there, and it doesn't need to be there. It's you know. We're all doing the same thing, just no, and I having think, a bit of fun. And if you're quick, you're quick. If you're not, you're not, as long as you're still having fun. That's the main thing. Yeah, fun is the key, and it feels like we're slowly not changing the environment. But, like, if we as a group of players can focus on the enjoyment and, um, yeah, like I think there's another couple of players we've met this week that just talking about, you know, enjoying yourself and just well, being just involved gonna, yeah. in the community. It's just... It's, I was I was going to say that, mate. With your uh, your Discord's um, been really good lately, mate. I mean, we've uh, quite a few different people coming in, and uh, I mean, even Metal Gear jumping on. Who um, else? We've got, got had Powell, Don Fiasco. Yep. Um, I'm sure, there's more. I send it, send it racing as well, and I mean, it's just everyone's there to have a laugh. And, yeah, you know, just keep tips, it fun, keep it interesting, tricks. keep it social too. Like I think social is so important because we all want to share in each other's success. Like I and, enjoy and failures. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's the, like giving a little bit of needle. Not not saying that in a bad way, but I mean, everybody goes through the same the same uh, races, mate. Like. Just have shocking, shocking races, mate. I think I think it's how you, I think it's how you sort of bounce back or just continue on, which yeah. makes it interesting to watch. I know it does for me because I mean, I've been doing a lot of watching lately of everybody, but yeah. um, you know, it's all in good fun. You got to keep it fun, mate. Or else, what what are we playing for? Yeah, what, you don't, don't have to be angry at everybody, and no, not even, not even a little bit, mate. Keep it fun, keep it enjoyable. DR's not important. SR, not so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stop. you got to stop with the DR. Like, it doesn't – it should be just a personal little number. It doesn't represent how you drive. SR, I mean, if you want to know about SR, you just need to talk to Loopy, Loopy Racing. He's He's got some wise words on, you know. Pretty sure half of those wide wise words have come from our mouths, and then he he um, continues that message on through his broadcast. So cheers, Loops. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Luby. So how is that SR coming along, Nitro? You got that stuff sorted yet, mate? Yeah, what? Nitro. We need to talk about young Nitro. Just um, just too many taps, mate. Really, way too many taps. You need to. Is it Kylie Minogue? Let's get physical. Yeah. <laughs> Just need to a little bit more aware awareness there, Nitro, on 
on distancing and braking. You shouldn't be tapping and getting down to 60-something SR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> no, it's good fun, mate. It's good fun. Uh, and spend all your Saturday trying to get back to 99 SR so you can work <laughs> with your friends again. Yeah. <laughs> Only for it to go up and down and down and up. That's been good. So Fanatec is on its way. You're pumped. What's the ETA, mate? How long till you're playing again? I'm hoping next week sometime. So Thrustmaster is currently in Queensland sorting facility, waiting to get delivered to Pagnian Imports, which will then um, give us some store credit for a new sim rig as uh, the play seat's not going to be able to support the V3 pedals, unfortunately. Too much flex. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully in another week and a half, mate. In time for uh, Showdown, at least. Oh, that's showdown. it, Showdown. Showdown number three, mate. Are the spots all full? I'm sure I'm sure you've reserved one for me. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's only just me and you at, at the moment. <laughs> so, There's only two entries, mate. So medals, medals are – well, your medal's in the mail now, seeing as your, your MVP medal took all of – I think six months to deliver from Melbourne to Auckland. Um, oh, just a long way, mate. Yeah, no. I mean, the times are times are tough at the moment for deliveries. So it's understandable, but I am glad that you got it, mate. So there will be more medals. Took a little time, but now it's worth my while. Ah, oh, that's it, mate. Just hanging around the neck. Feel feel the weight. Yeah. Have you released what cars are coming? So what do we got? We got race one is going to be the Copen uh, one VGT. Oh, no, okay, yeah, that's all right. I was, <laughs> thinking, of <laughs> I was thinking of something. I was thinking of the little Suzuki Copen or Daihatsu Copen. Sorry, it, it is the little Daihatsu Copen. Yeah, but you said VGT, so I'm assuming that's a touch faster. It's a little bit faster. So that's around um, El El Sarche yeah. Village. Yeah, uh, and then we have we're getting back into the little Golf GTI uh-huh. for uh, Sardinia in the dirt. Oh yeah, um, should be a lot of fun. And the last one is going to be FF GR4s only at Magic uh, uh, Noodles. GR4s are there? Is it just three TT RCZ and Sirocco? That's it, isn't it? Uh, and the Renault. Ah, why does that never get a mention? I don't know, because I used to drive that a lot at Bathurst on the dailies, and it was an absolute animal. Oh, it's just gone by the wayside now. Yeah. I think it's just, uh, you know, t- everyone's either Lambo life or TT life, mate. Yeah. So uh, um, so really, Showdown has been completely uh, manufactured for Loopy Racing to win. So, oh, so no pressure loop. You know all I mean, that. You know you all know, that pressure. All that giving him, <laughs> giving him all the car combo tracks that could have Loopy on the podium oh. for Showdown Three. But yeah, wankboard pressure and stream pressure, and now podcast pressure, mate. Loops. How are you going to handle that, mate? Probably with a you know. Well, we know how Loops handles things, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, completely. 
So, no, I'll be looking forward to that one, mate, because we, we do like the, the showdown. It was a little bit of a wait, unfortunately. Um, just things got a, got away from us there for a bit, and uh, we were really just waiting on you for getting your medal. So <laughs> we, can't, nice. we can't continue on, mate, without medals. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. Yeah, well, that sounds almost like a wrap-up then. But that's it, mate. Sounds like we've covered everything that happened this week. On to next week. No other game news, is there? No other games have been doing anything? Nah, nah, I've just been playing Gran Turismo 3. That's about it. Uh, true, true, true. Just some old classics. Uh... did have a friend asking me if I'd been playing old classic Gran Turismo games because he's had his YouTube filled with old Gran Turismo games, so I'm assuming that's you. So. That must be me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anyone else that YouTube would be um, flaunting. Uh, just Jad, just Jad playing his. Uh, what's he got? He's got uh, Grand Gran Turismo Four, 4 going Killing. on the PC. Yeah. Love it. That's PC the, Life, PC that's Life. That's probably Jad. the number one reason that would get me over to a PC. Actually, I can't think of any other reason that I'd go just to play cl- classic Grand Turismo's. Yeah, yeah, we've lost Jad. <laughs> R.I.P. See, see ya, buddy. F in the comments. <laughs> uh, well, All right, bye. Peace out. See you, bud.